Hello and happy new year, Mavericks. I hope you had a wonderful holiday, a wonderful Christmas and a fun and safe new years with your family and or friends and or your lovely self. I cannot believe it's 2023 and I could not be more excited that we have a new year, a fresh start. It feels like this year is gonna be an incredible year. Last year was pretty dang good, but this year it feels so aligned and so good walking into the new year. So I hope the same for you. And just know that anything is possible. So much can change in a year. So much can change in a month. It all has to do with setting our intentions, which is something we're going to talk about today, towards what it is that we really do value and want for our lives and taking the steps to make it happen while waiting expectantly that it will happen, that it's all available for us. I am here at my parents' home in South Carolina. Taylor and I flew out. We took three separate flights to get out here and it's so worth it to be able to spend some time with family in the new year. I am loving having the time to think and reflect and be a little bit out of the norm and really set my intentions for this coming year in all the areas. If you hear a little bit of an echo it is because I'm recording in a very lovely room in my parents home but it's not super soundproofed and I didn't feel like sitting in the floor in a closet here so we're just gonna get this done so hopefully it's not too distracting today's episode is sort of a two-parter the first part is I'm going to reveal to you my word of the year and I'm also going to encourage you to select a word of the year if you haven't and outline why I think that this is a great strategy over setting traditional New Year's resolutions and goals and things like that, and how this can really anchor not only your year, but years to come. I've got some perspective on this because I've been choosing words of the year and really being attentive to them since 2018. And I'll never stop because it has been such an amazing process to look back and see the through lines for all of those words throughout, not just that particular year, but the years subsequent to that. And then the second part is going to be talking to you about my word of the year and application to your life and your business and how whether or not you choose to use the same word for your word of the year, you can use that word to really anchor in, especially as we start out 2023 and a new fresh start. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it's impactful. I hope it helps to anchor you and set you off for a great start for your 2023. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and this is the Maverick Mompreneur podcast where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood, a business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the power identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process. Well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. 
Before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to give you the two current options for higher level support from me, if that is something that you desire. Number one, we have the Maverick Society Mastermind currently open for enrollment until January 6th for quarter one. It is a three-month commitment, and I will leave information on that in the show notes. It'll be a small group of women, five total, and myself. We have bi-weekly calls. You have access to all of my courses and programs. And one of our first calls will be setting you up with a personal growth and business growth plan. And I'll direct you toward which resources would be the best for you of all those that I have so that you can work on your individual goals. We'll also be focusing on mindset, our inner game. And to that end, we'll be reading three books together each quarter and having basically a little bit of a book club, like mocktail cocktail type of hour. You'll have community with us other women who are as serious about their success as you are. I have a private Voxer chat where you can access other members of the community as well as myself Monday through Friday and interact and engage in all of that great stuff. And the surprise reveal is that I am offering for quarter one Maverick Society Mastermind members only. For the first quarter, you will get a 60-minute one-on-one call each month with me. So this could be a great way to kick off your your new year as far as your personal growth, your business growth, and get off to a running start. The other option is one-on-one coaching with me, and I do have one more spot for quarter one. I work with women in three, six, and 12-month cycles because that is where we're going to get the most transformation. So if you want all the things, including the mastermind, and also weekly calls with me, private Voxer access, basically all the things, me walking with you step-by-step, through building out, scaling, expanding your influence, impact them online, then one-on-one coaching may be for you. So who I look to work with is someone who wants to create and launch their own offers, whether that be coaching, courses, or a membership with very high-touch guidance and support. Someone who is ready to go from social seller to CEO. So you may have been involved in social selling, network marketing, but you are ready to add additional streams of income and really boss up your brand so that you can scale what it is that you're already doing and add revenue to it by elevating your brand and the strategies that you're using for automation, for communication, for passive sales, and all of the things. I'm looking to work with women who are really ready to invest their time and energy into building long-term marketing and sales systems that are going to be aligned to their personality, their lifestyle goals, their values, their strengths, etc. I love working with women who are creative. They have all the ideas in the world, all kinds of goals and desires, but could use help with a business plan, organization, accountability, and execution. Those things are my specialty and my gift, and that is how I love to serve other female entrepreneurs, encouraging them to grow personally, encouraging them to grow professionally and helping them to execute an individual plan that's going to feel aligned to them. So if any or all of the above are you and you are looking to invest in one-on-one mentorship, just send me a direct message over on Instagram, Ashley R. Latimer, or you can send me an email, hello at elevatedwithashley.com if you're interested, and then I can send you over my current coaching menu, chat with you about your goals and see if it's a fit. So holler at your girl if you're interested in the mastermind and or one-on-one coaching. And let's get into episode 63.
All right, first episode of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast for 2023. This is episode 63, and we are talking about words of the year. And my word of the year is drum roll intention. And so we're going to talk about why I chose that word and the applications that I hope that you can take away for yourself based on my deep dive on this particular word and concept. And then I also want to just chat with you a little bit about words of the year, why words of the year. I know it's a little bit like cliche and played out, but this is really something that I truly believe in and have been doing since 2018. And I really encourage you to do it. In fact, for my one-on-one clients and myself, I get a little bracelet. It's a really pretty adjustable gold band bracelet with a little placard that you can customize. And I put my word of the year and their word of the year on it. And so it's meant to be worn every day so that you can look at it and anchor into that particular word. So why a word of the year versus a traditional resolution? And of course you can do both, but I have found, and I think you may have too, that resolutions are really easy to break and hard to sustain all year long. So basically you're setting yourself up to let yourself down. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. I know I've never made a true resolution that I have literally kept up consistently the entire year. On the flip side, a word of the year is an anchor point for the intentions that you have for your year. It's a word or a concept that is meant to be the through line for your life, for your relationships, for your business. And it's something that you can return to over and over again to make sure that you're in alignment with your intentions, your overall goals, your vision for what it is that you want to focus on, because we know that what we focus on does grow. And so if you continue to anchor back to this point of intention, which my word happens to be intention, so it's like a double whammy, but if you continue to anchor back on your intention, you're much more likely to stay consistent with any goals that you have set for your business, for your life, for your relationships. Does that make sense? So how do you select a word of the year? Well, I've done this several different ways. There have been a couple of years where it was a complete and utter download, particularly 2020. The word of the year I meditated, prayed, thought about. I don't think I journaled that year, but I just continued thinking, what is my word for the year? I didn't really think through what I wanted my word of the year to be, but I woke up in the middle of the night and it was like, boom, your word for 2020 is cleanse. Lens, that's really freaking awkward, but I'll get into why it ended up being a crazy through line. And so think what you will, but I know that that was a download for sure. So you can ask for your word to be given to you. So your overall anchor focus, you can ask for it to be given to you and see what comes through and see if that feels aligned. Or you can really think about what your goals are and what would be helpful. What's a stumbling block maybe for you or a roadblock that keeps you from attaining your goals or has kept you from attaining your goals in the past and create a word that has something to do with pushing past that particular roadblock. So whether it's consistency or perseverance or self-loyalty or you get the idea, something that is going to anchor you back to developing those areas that will have you actually putting yourself out there into the world of love, of business, whatever it may be, versus laying small, versus staying silent, versus not putting yourself out there. So that might be one angle to go about it. But once you feel like you have your 
word of the year. Give it a few days and think about it. Journal around it. And once you feel like intuitively and in your gut that that's the one, then go for it. Get your bracelet, put it on your desktop, put it as your lock screen on your phone. If you aren't sure what you want to use, you can totally use intention. You will not hurt my feelings. You're not copying because that's literally almost a catch-all for anything. And we'll get into it, but I think it's a really good word of the year. I don't think I received a download for that this year in particular. It just seemed to be the intuitive word for me. So let me go through some of the words of the year that I've had since 2018 and some of how that ended up playing out throughout the year. And hopefully if I can do this in the way that I intend, share with you the through line of how these words have continued to follow my life and business and become anchor points, not just for one singular year. Because I think sometimes I was talking to one of my one-on-one clients this morning and she was saying how her word for last year for 2021 was abundance. And she was saying how, you know, in some ways, in some ways that definitely did come to pass. And in other ways, maybe in like financial abundance, not near where her goals are. But the thing is words of the year, are not meant to be this putting a timeline around when that concept is going to pass. It's anchoring your thoughts and your intentions toward that. So because she planted the seed of abundance for an entire year and watered it, the fruits of that aren't necessarily going to come within that year, but her brain and her heart and her mind are so wired for abundance and being open to that and seeking that in the years to come, that is going to follow her through. That's not just going to drop off of her radar. And in fact, I encouraged her. I said, hey, choose abundance for your word of this year. There's no rule where you have to have a different word every year. If you feel like using your same dang word of the year as last year, there are no rules to this. Use it. Okay. Anyway, 2018, when I first started doing words of the year, I think I originally heard of this from Heather Shriver Burns. I was just on her podcast last week. I'm going to link that episode for you. It was such a good conversation and I think you'll enjoy it. So I'll link that episode in the show notes. But in 2018, when I first heard from Heather about choosing a word of the year, I chose connect. And I chose this for myself. I was new to the game, so I just chose it. And I was thinking kind of selfishly and a little bit ego-led that I was going to connect with a lot of people. I wanted to grow my business This was the year when I really wanted to scale things. And so I wanted to connect with lots of people, make connections, network, et cetera. And what happened was I ended up connecting about halfway through the year. I noticed I had ended up connecting with everyone, like all the people constantly on my phone, constantly in DMS, constantly responding and replying and creating content. And it was a huge hamster wheel. And it was at the expense of connecting to the ones who mattered most, which is the reason I made the decision to pivot and leave the original network marketing company that I partner with to make a shift over into social retail and the social selling business that I ended up joining in 2018. And that really changed the game for me and set a whole new trajectory and opened up a whole new path leading to what it is that I'm doing now and giving me the freedom to do what it is that I'm doing now. So I chose a word. See, you can't mess this up. I chose a word. Wasn't really the way that I intend for that word to work and the way I intended for me to anchor back on that word 
actually ended up with me changing things up completely and realigning to my actual values. So you see how that kind of works? It's pretty cool. Then in 2019, I chose the word reflect. Reflect is a really great word if you're looking for a word of the year because it is just so easy to flow through life and charge and put our heads down and be a bull to try to shop without pausing to think and assess and make smart pivots and decisions moving forward to reflect if we're being intentional, to reflect if we're being actually present with our families and our partners and our spouses, assessing what it is that we're doing well and what might need to be tweaked and adjusted, being conscious of each day that we go through, the thoughts that we're thinking, the thoughts that we have about experiences that we have, the things that we read, reflecting on all of the above. Do we need to pivot? Is this business, this relationship, this way of being or doing things still aligned? This word, reflect, was really helpful in business as a friend, as a partner, as a mom with my fitness goals. Reflection really became a large part of my life. And in fact, I can trace this back to incorporating reflection. So daily reflection, when I sit down and I start my work day, I always have scheduled in time to read and reflect. You'll see in my story, sometimes I've got, you know, a book in the bathtub, I'm working, right? So reading and reflecting and really internalizing and noodling it through and thinking about how does this apply to my life? How can this apply to my client's life? How can I share this with my audience in a way that's going to help them to grow and up level? It's really truly an integral part of my work now. And that started back in 2019 when it wasn't so much. And starting to really reflect on what felt aligned truly has over the past few years shaped the decisions really big and small that I've made in life relationships and business. And I could not be more satisfied, content, and happy. I'm about to start crying with where all of those categories are going into 2023 and knowing that they're only going to get better. And it started with being reflective and not just going aimlessly through life or not going through life with the filters that I've had, you know, for the last 30 plus years, really reflecting on what is aligned now. So reflect is a great word if you're looking for one. Like I mentioned earlier, my word of the year in 2020 came to me. I think I woke up at like three in the morning or something crazy. And my word of the year came to me and it was right at the end of the year, maybe right at the beginning of 2020, cleanse. So this one, I don't even know where to start. I mean, we all know that March, was it March of 2020? Lockdown began, the COVID era began. And yes, there was a lot of cleansing of hands. So that was sort of almost a like an omen or a foreshadowing. But 2020 was a year that I removed so so much toxicity that had been in my heart and my life, both physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, all the things. And I had no idea that that is how that year was going to go down. But looking back and looking at even like the biblical definition of cleanse, it's crazy. So I hope that someday that I will get another download like that because it was this certain feeling where I knew it came from my gut. Like there was no reason for that word. It's not even like a sexy word, cleanse, no. But it ended up being an absolute anchor point and it helped me to trust and know that there's a bigger power than me looking out that is with me, is for me, 
and guiding me through this life and has an intention for my life, but I also have free will and I have to do the things in life, relationships, and business to continue advancing towards making that intention come to life here on earth while I'm here. And I know that's kind of ambiguous and vague, but I have to be that way. Okay, now I'm doing a little bit of a deep dive on cleanse just to refresh my memory. And the Hebrew base word, it's a verb, and it means to be clean, to be pure, uncontaminated, morally innocent, or holy. And I'm not saying that I actually ended up being some holy being, but I definitely feel like in 2020, I was given a new heart and a new start. And it was also the hands down freaking hardest, most brutal year of my life, but it also broke me wide open and opened up all of the possibility for the intention that God has for my life. And that's really cool. So if you had a rough 2022, or if you have a rough 2023, there are those years. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Some of our greatest teachers and our greatest lessons come from our trials, from our pain, from our agony, when we are just brought down to our knees and can't even imagine how life will go on. It does go on and it does get better. And you do learn things that you never would have. And you do become a person that you could not have become fully if you did not suffer through those trials. And so I just want to encourage you that if you had that kind of year, if you're in the midst of that kind of season or things come up this year and you're like, oh man, this is totally not what my intention was for my year. What the heck? Just know you will look back on those things and you will, if you've been reflective and open to it, see how things are all working together or how those things can teach you invaluable lessons that you can then pass forward to your kids, to your friends, to your audience, to your clients, to your partner, and to yourself. So 2021, the year of trusting. My word was trust. I was going into a new year and a new life, to be frank, with self-respect, with purpose and intention. I had my power back or was in the process of gaining my power back. And I trusted that that year was going to be amazing. Best life 2021. I just had that plastered everywhere. 2021, I had no idea how it was going to happen. I had no reason to think that everything would just work out aside from trust, but I really did just freely trust and lean into what I felt called to do, what I felt called to share, create, be, who I wanted to spend time with. And wow, it really was an amazing year. Everything did work out, especially if those of you who have gone through a divorce and starting over, everything worked out financially, even though many times and many months, it literally defied logic. Like that year I was covered and beyond. And I'm so thankful to the clients who trusted me, to people who purchased my products, services, opportunities, courses, all the things. It was an incredible year. And what I was busy focusing on was my own healing and really healing those parts of me that needed to be restored and needed to be retooled and retweaked. And I just shared the journey and somehow things worked out. But I think the point that I want to share with you, if you're in a place where you're like, gosh, how is this all going to work out? Leaning into trust that you are supported and you're more supported than you know by God, the universe, however you want to think of him, but you are supported and you have support around you and you can support yourself. You are so strong 
strong, you are given an unshakable mind. We just have to tap into it. And so part of my mission now is to help other women to really step into that unshakable mindset and that self-loyalty and self-love that will be the catalyst for the results that they want to see in their businesses and their lives. And that coupled with the personal growth that is going to spill over to benefit every single person who's in their sphere of influence. And so if you're in that place where you don't know how things are going to go, maybe a word for you might be trust and leaning into trust and taking actions, trusting that it's all adding up. Now, this word really carried me through 2022 because there were a lot of times when I had to trust in 2022 and I had learned from the experience of 2021 that it all does work out. We just have to lean into that feeling of trust and it's not easy, but I think sometimes I know I tend to get controlly of my business and my life and my relationships and the more that I can lean away from that and into trust and flow and working, because you can't just like sit there and things will happen, but working in a state of being relaxed and peaceful and calm and tapping into those parts of God that are within us, that is what helps me to make decisions in business and relationships and life that end up being really good ones eventually. So 2022, my word of the year, and I chose this word intentionally, it was priorities. Because what I found toward the end of 2021, because no one is perfectly on par with their word of the year, but it helps to serve as a check for us. I did notice that I was beginning to have misaligned priorities. And so I sat down and I determined that I had three priorities. And those priorities were being a great mom to Taylor. And part of that being a great mom to Taylor is being loyal to myself and showing myself self-love so that I could operate at the highest, best example and being for her. So that was two different things. And then powerful impact via my business. So staying loyal to myself, being a great mom to Taylor and creating impact via my business. Those were my priorities for 2022. And so I checked in on those regularly to make sure that who I was spending time with, friendship, dating, work relationships, were in alignment with those priorities. And then the idea was that if they were not to make sure that I was cutting those things off, pivoting away from, tweaking, addressing. I want to be honest, I lost sight of this for about a half a year. But because of the practice of reflection, this absolutely came back around and I did ultimately make decisions in all areas of life that helped me to get back to those priorities that I had set and that continue to be my priorities. Those things aren't going to change. I have a couple of additions, but I still will always and forever have those as priorities in my life. And one thing that this brought me to, and if you've been watching my content lately and or you follow my content on Instagram, here on the podcast or really anywhere, there has been something in my life throughout my entire life life where I abandoned parts of myself or I was disloyal to parts of myself or myself altogether to get approval, to maintain approval, to try and get love or to be chosen or seen. And in 2022, I can truly say that in that regard, I finally drew a line in the sand where crumbs are not enough, where I'm not going to stay in anything, be a part of anything, seek out anything 
that is pulling me in any direction away from being loyal to myself, to the intention God has for my life, to the impact I want to make in business, to being the best mom I can be, to loving myself so that I can operate at my highest for everyone. Nope, not happening anymore. We are staying loyal to ourselves and the intention God has for our lives and for our beings in 2023 and beyond. Can I get an amen? Okay, so now that we're settled on that, let me talk about my 2023 word of the year, intention. And so any of these, if they're resonating with you, feel free to use them for your word of the year for 2023. Intention is a great one, and it feels like it's a culmination of my word of the year and those focal points of the last five years. And I'm gonna be diving deep into this with my one-on-one and mastermind clients, intention. So the definition of intention, let's talk about it. The definition of intention is an aim or plan. It's something that you plan or intend to carry out. And this can be in obviously any area, business or otherwise. Your goals, your purpose, those are your intentions. It's something that you absolutely mean to do, regardless of whether or not you actually pull it off. That was your intention. It was something that you wanted to do. Actually, I take that back. Purpose is more the reason why we do what we do, but intention is more the focused attention to make things happen. So think of it more as focusing your attention versus your why. One technical definition that I found says intention is defined as a directed thought to perform a determined action. And this was actually from a PubMed article, which I'm still working through, but it was talking about the electric magnetic energy of direct intentions. And it's way beyond my conception, but it was talking about thoughts targeted to an end can actually affect inanimate objects and practically all living things from unicellular organisms to human beings. So the power of setting our intention, that focused energy, that electric magnetic energy is indescribable. I was thinking about even just going back to, you know, reflection and reflecting on communicative intent. For example, we all have areas for improvement, but one thing I've noticed now being in a healthy, safe, loving relationship is that I have some tendencies to be, I don't know if you would call it short or passive aggressive. It's basically not communicating directly out of past experiences of not feeling safe to do so, but it's something that isn't an appropriate tool for communication. And I've noticed and been called out on doing this a couple of times. And so reflecting on what was my intent with that communication and how could I do better? So is the intention to communicate how I'm feeling? Well, then I need to do that directly. What is the intention behind that communication? And so if I had a different intention than how it came across, then it's my job to apologize, make amends and correct that. Right. And that's the point of having a safe relationship to be able to work through all those triggers and past things based on trauma or unhealthy, toxic relationships, whatever it is with that partner who makes it safe to do so. And so that you can both get and be better partners and better humans. So anyway, communicative intent, that was one piece of intention that is going to be important to me in a relationship sense. In working out even, I think about, you know, I go to Orange Theory. If you love OTF, give me a little whoop whoop. 
Okay, anyway, but regardless, whatever you do for fitness, I know a lot of us have goals for the start of the year, getting in our best shape or whatever it may be, but remembering your intention for showing up. So getting that focused attention and placing that focused attention on why it is that we're showing up. So for me, it's knowing not only is it good for my mental health and helps me to operate at my best for those things that I prioritize and those people that I prioritize, those relationships, those tasks that I prioritize. I also know that discipline transfers, strength, physical strength transfers to mental strength. All of those things transfer over. And so does showing up for yourself and staying loyal to your goals and treating yourself well, that transfers also. So focusing my attention to those things, focusing my attention to my intention will have me showing up and doing my best for that particular workout, being connected to the intention versus just showing up and going through the motions that can kind of come and go or having it tied to something aesthetic or something that is not one of my priorities. Does that make sense? So setting the intention for why I'm showing up in a physical sense. When it comes to working with clients, really thinking through, and this is something that I already practice, but want to take it to the next level for my programs, for individual sessions. What is the intention? Where is my attention focused for that session, for that program, for that module? What is the intention and really anchoring in on that versus just getting through it, checking off a box? Because the overall reason for choosing the word intention is I want to this year really relax into the intention that God has for my whole life. That's always existed waiting for me. I'm convinced of it. He's been waiting for me to understand that I don't need to muscle through with my own ego-led intentions, which honestly, looking back, don't seem to work out in the end and or feel very good in the end. And what I need to do is relax and rest and co-create with God all that he has waiting for me to be and do in this world while I'm here for the people that he's brought into my small sphere. Of influence. And if there's one thing that I've learned by age 39, going into, you know, a new decade, well, next October, but still, it's to recognize that God is my source and to detach from my own ego and driving things that way. Because every time I've done that, I've learned a lot in my life. If you've been following my life or journey, I've definitely learned a lot. But me choosing my own way and muscling through and making things happen, I'm pretty good at that. But guess how it ends up? Not always the best, but I have learned a lot of lessons and I do think that maybe that's part of God's intention for my life is to share honestly about the mistakes that I've made the ways that I've gone about doing things that haven't worked out in the end to hopefully help others to do business and life and relationships in a way that is going to maybe be more of a cheat code for not experiencing some of the things that, that I have maybe. Anyway, I'm just gonna trust in God's intention for what it is that I'm supposed to do, what it is that I'm supposed to share, and in things that come through as downloads. Because one thing that I did learn in 2022 was when something comes through 
through as a download and I act upon it and co-create, it always goes well. So I'm going to lean into that with the content that I'm sharing with the things that I'm getting from that time of reflection and just continue to be contemplative, to follow my intuition, knowing that that is God within me. That is the source within me of all the good stuff all the really good stuff it is with all of us and connecting to everything that I've intended to be and do in my work in relationships in motherhood and in my life. And that is what I want to translate to my clients, to my daughter, to those around me. And the biggest barrier to this in the past has been getting in my head about not being able to maintain things, success, love, whatever, because I was thinking it's all on me. I have to do and be perfect and do all the things. And that's not how it works. Yes, we have to work. Yes, we have to be intentional. Yes, we have to be conscious of our lives and take action. The key to this all, what I'm realizing is that what we want for our lives, we don't exactly know how it's going to pan out, but it is there for us to step into. There's a quote in a book that I've been reading, which says, if you doubt your ability to create the life you intend, then you're refusing the power of intention. Even when nothing seems to indicate that you're accomplishing what you desire in your life, refuse to entertain doubt. And I think of this in a sense of relationships, and I know I always go back to this, but this has been a really instrumental last year of learning some really important lessons and transferable lessons to business and all other areas of life through going through relational stuff. And I think that's how life ends up working, right? It all, it's all the same thing. It's all the same lessons if we allow ourselves to apply things. I always knew what it was that I desired in a relationship, but I certainly had a lot of things I needed to work out and eradicate and change about the way I was doing business in that sense in order to have what it is that I really desired, but I never doubted that it would be there at some point, but you just got to keep going through the motions, going through the refinement with the intention to create the life and the love and the relationships that you intend to and not giving up. I think what I used to do uh, back in the day would just be to say, nope, that's not for me. I'm never doing this or I'm never doing that again. And then that blocks all possible blessings and creates this weird, like bitter, toxic, closed offness, which is just not attractive to anyone. And so maintaining openness, maintaining desire for what it is that you really want, even when there, it doesn't seem to be going the way that you want to, things can happen much more quickly, like quantum leap stuff, if you will, in life, love, or business, when you stay anchored to your intention and open. So anyway, I plan to say the word intent or intention repeatedly when I start to feel anxious or that my mission or my relationship safety or any of those things that are already in existence, I just have to step into them, that those things are gonna be taken away. I'm just going to anchor into the word intent or intention and know that God is a God of peace and calm and love. He is not someone who's tortured and anxious and confused and full of doubt and that's not God. And he is fully within me and I have access to that anytime that I want. And so I'm going to lean into intention, the overall intention for my life and work and live and love from that place. End of story, period, word of the year, intention. So with all that said, what will your word of the year be? I would love if you'd share it with me. If you're in my Facebook group, you can share it there. That's Elevate Academy. You can share it with me on Instagram or 
if you are someone who is interested in working with me in a one-on-one capacity or in the mastermind, you can DM me with questions about that. And at the same time, let me know what your word of the year is. As always, thank you so very much for your time and for listening to this episode. If you got value from this episode or this show over the last year, please consider subscribing and even leaving a review. And I would also super duper appreciate if you'd share this and tag me in your social media. I do choose a Starbucks coffee card winner each week from listeners who share. I would appreciate it. It really does help me to get that intention and that message out into the world and to expand upon what it is that I'm here to do. So I appreciate your help to that end. I love you guys and I will see you next week. Cheers to 2023 being freaking amazing.